welcome to We're Talking Bears, where uncle and nephew give you a breakdown of the latest Bears experience. I'm uncle and I'm nephew and we're Talking Bears. Week 16, Bears at Jaguars. Woo! A blowout. Man. (laughs) A blowout. Finally. Finally a game that I feel like we should have seen a few times this year. Uh, several times this year. Okay. We put it together and we actually blew them out of the stadium. Yeah. And, and what's crazy to me is um, I was just saying, uh, what, what was it the Vikings? What game was it? We 30 in the first half and we only got six in the second half. I was a little, uh, that was the game before the Vikings. Was that Detroit? Uh, I don't no, know if that was Detroit. No, yeah. Detroit actually just beat us the last time. But whatever, um, it, it was a game. I was disappointed because it, it, our offense kind of seemed to take their foot off the off the throttle. And um, this game, we were tied at halftime. Yeah, right? 10-10 at the half. We oh, had man. the best third quarter we've had this year. Who knows how far back that sentence can go. But right. this third quarter, we scored uh, uh, more points this week in the third quarter than we've scored all year in the right. third quarter, including Patterson's uh, touchdown uh, on the kickoff return. Right. So, so like, this third quarter was better than the whole year. And, it, it, and we totally shut them down in every aspect of their offense during that quarter also. You're right. So it was offensively and defensively the best third quarter we've played, and you, you you know the old adage: you have to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Um, we've done that a few times this say, year, yeah, but we've never done it like this. Yeah, and we haven't done it all the time this year. We haven't done it all the time this year because a few teams that we should not have lost to right. uh, took us out. Speaking of Detroit, yeah, uh, shouldn't have lost to Detroit. Period. This Ever. year, no. I mean, it's just they're they're not a good team. Yeah. So that that's you know they're not the worst team in the league, but they're not a good team. But yeah, that shouldn't happen. Hey, forty-one points, all of it from the offense. Right. Right. I mean, it looked good to me, man. I, I like to see uh, Montgomery, man, who's just kind of come alive. I don't know if uh, the uh, the Bears have been checking out. We're talking Bears and listening to Uncle and Nephew, but I feel like they've uh, taken a page out of of what we've been telling them all season. Give Demo the ball and and let's let him do his thing, man. You get those guys out there uh, blocking, you know, give him the ball enough times, man. Something can happen. I mean, not not every run is going to be a breakout, you know, necessarily. Uh, but he gets them, and you know what I'm saying don't let him get some space. And, and like you said, once the offensive line is able to get him out of the backfield, man, he's dangerous, completely dangerous. And it's like finally, maybe somebody on the uh, front office or the coaching staff notices that too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say absolutely. But think about this: How many more first downs do we get because we have Montgomery moving the ball over the? I mean, three and outs used to be so painful Common. and, so, and Common. so common. Yeah. And now that we've got, I mean, some of those plays where Montgomery's taking a ball, he's taking a ball. Uh, first of all. Kudos to the offensive line, especially that interior. We are actually moving guys, and we are getting the push that he's not getting hit until two or three yards have passed. Right. So he's all, and then when he gets hit, 
he's carrying guys. He's not going down with the first tackler. He's usually breaking the first tackle. The second guy and the third guy together with maybe the fourth guy might bring him down. And usually that's six, seven, eight yards, maybe nine or ten yards uh, uh, downfield where they finally get him to the ground. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and, and he's low to the ground. He's got two feet and a hand on the ground, but they can't seem to get him to put a knee or an elbow on the ground. I mean, he's he's got heart. Right. He does, man. He does. And and and, and those missed tackles, man, is that's that's just something that's just in his DNA. He's been doing that. Um I mean, I'm just glad to see them finally giving the ball. Give him the ball. Thank trusting you. in trusting in his guy. And, and it seems like um his teammates are all there behind him too, man. I see them uh telling him to give him the ball too. Cohen on the sideline, telling, you know, give, give Demo the ball. Give man. Demo the ball. And he's and he and he's making it happen. He's definitely making it happen. Well, look at these stats. So you look at his uh number of rushes, number of carries. He had fifty-five carries in the last two games. Both of which we we won, and both of which he had fantastic games. Right. You go back before that. It to get to fifty carries, it takes almost four games of any other set of games in this on this season. Right. So he's got twice as many carries, and when he and 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 what did we score? We scored thirty uh, 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 thirty three and forty one. So when we give him the ball. When we give him 25 carries a game, we're scoring uh, uh, um, 36, 37 points a game. Right. I, I'm positive we said give him the ball before. Man, we've been screaming it all season long. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, and, and it's good to see now um, with us still having some some hopes left. Because um, I remember, like you said, third down was dismal for us. Not only just third down, third down and two. Third down and one, oh. third and short, and now he's picking oh. up third and eight, third and nine, just because we're, we're we're mixing the game up some. We got we're getting Allen Robinson out there working to where it's like we're not forcing him the ball on every play. Uh, Mitch can take off and run, you know what I'm saying? We're not stuck with with Foles not not being too mobile, and then they're finally giving Montgomery the ball. So the defense they they have to be honest, and you know they can't sit back and try to play us, uh, you know, one dimensionally. So I think that's I think that's been a world of difference to us. It's and, a world of difference. It's and, a world of difference. And since I've been hard on the defense lately, because they've been they've been frustrating me. Um, Roquan Smith, two picks. Two Roquan picks. Smith, man, come on. All right, I'm gonna ask this question because you just brought up Montgomery, and now you brought up Smith. Okay. Oh yeah. Who's the best player on this team? Hmm. You know what's funny is if I had to pick on either side of the ball, those would be both the guys I would, I would go to. But right now, um, I'm, I'm going to have to give it to those guys on the offensive side. I'm going to give it to Demo um, Montgomery. He's out there playing hard. He's running. Uh, to me, I, I can tell he sees that uh, his impact in the game is making the difference. You get what I'm saying? And uh, he, he wants to go out there and um, uh, produce. Um, outside of that, I, w- I, w- probably, I would probably say Mitch. And I know everybody gives Mitch a hard time. He's he, he's made some bad throws, um, you know that I wish he could get back. I'm sure he wishes he could get back. But Mitch looks good to me. Mitch, uh, we're a totally different team than we were for that stretch with Foles, and I and I like Foles. But Mitch being able to run with the ball, the fact that we can mix it up a little bit more with Mitch, I think it makes a world of difference. And um, 
you know, if not the fact that he's he's just kind of had it rough, and we see guys like Mahomes and Watson going out there and just looking like gods and at the quarterback position, and, and Mitch has kind of struggled. I think you know, as Chicago fans, we kind of give him a hard time. But I, I like Mitch, Mitch and Demo. Those are my guys right now. All right, all right. Here's here's a wonderful problem. It's hard to pick a best player on this team because I'm gonna, I'm gonna go defensive. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's Chicago Smith. Hands down, best guy on the defense right now. And yes. that includes Mr. Mack. Yes. You know, Mr. Mack is great, but Smith is playing lights out football. He's all over the field. He's sacking the quarterback. He's making the, he's stopping the run game. He's covering tight ends. He's he's picking the ball. He's doing everything, man. Yeah. I like Roquan Smith, man. I've I've always liked Roquan Smith. And how is he not a pro bowler? Oh, that's, uh... I, 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 I have a hard time with anyone saying, AFC or NFC, that somebody's a better middle linebacker than Roquan Smith in this league. I've got a hard time with that. I mean, you could argue maybe they're equal in a battle for who's best, yeah. but you can't tell me that they're flat out better than Smith. I mean, I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you. I, I, I wouldn't trade Smith for anyone in the NFL at his position, and that's and, that, and that's real, and that's a real tribute to him. I mean, I love I love Roquan Smith. I, I, sometimes with that, I feel like it's politics. I try not to get into the politics, but yeah, you're you're right. You're right, man. Roquan Smith is playing lights out, balling. Those two picks were everything, man. I, when he almost. Uh, hurt himself in the game <laughs> he caught the pick tried to flip it to the other arm which is which is right you know it's the right football play um then he then he fumbles it <laughs> dives on it he and... fumbled both picks <laughs> as he went to the ground which is why he's on the defensive <laughs> side of the ball he's athletic he can run he can hit he can catch he just can't hold, hold on, on to, to the it. ball <laughs> so it's good that he's a defensive player right right and man he, he showed up for us he shows he up shows for us. up Hey, when you talk about, let's go back to David Montgomery for a moment. Uh, he now uh, is our first running back since Howard with a thousand yard season, and he's not done. He's not done. But he doesn't just have a thousand yards. He he's averaging uh, uh, um, well over four yards per carry. He's he's averaging uh, uh, almost four point three yards a carry, and. Guess where he ranks in the NFL? Where? Top what? Four uh, or five? Out, of, out of the NFL, he is the number five running back. Mm. Here's the crazy thing. Well, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> the crazy thing is he hasn't had the ball most of the year, right. and he's number five. Right. If we had been feeding him a reasonable diet of football. Yeah. Uh, and There's no telling. Yeah, even with the line problems that we've had, he's number five. Where would he, even with all those line problems, if we had fed him the ball reasonably, would he be sitting up there with Henry at the top of the league? Right. I think so. It's very possible. I think so. I, I'm not going to guarantee it because all the Titans do is run, but, you know, I, maybe not all they do, but mostly that's right. what they do. Right. Um, yeah, I don't want him with 30 carries a game. I think 20 to 25 is great depending on the game. We were giving him 11 to 15. Right. And we were losing oh, atrociously. And we were winning by the skin of our teeth. 
You know, we didn't win by the skin of our teeth. Yes, uh, 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 during this Jaguars game. No, not at all. No, not at all. No, we blew them out. We they 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 ran with us in the first half, and then we hit the gas. And you know, it was like trying to chase down a Porsche <laughs> turbo. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. what just happened, man? The turbo kicked in. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. That's it. You're not gonna catch him. Yeah, I got a I got a question for you. Okay, Uncle, we got. The last game of the season coming up. Uh, playoff um, hopes pretty much right on this game. I mean, there's a chance that we could still get in without winning this game, but we, we don't want to talk about losing. Um, this game against the Packers, they're sitting on top of the NFC. So a, a win against them tells us a lot about our about our team and about our capabilities moving forward. Um, but what do you think about our um, strategy going into this game? Do we stay consistent with our um newfound um, success with running the ball more with Montgomery, or do we revert back to passing the ball 46 times, 48 times, and, and kind of getting away from what helped us win? Well, you know what? I, I'm going to say this. Um, first of all, let's be smart and go with the hot hand. Okay? Right. Uh, you know, Mitch has had games where he looked like the best quarterback in the NFL at times. If you remember, harking back to 2018, I forgot who we were playing. Might have been Detroit. But he threw like five or six touchdowns. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And he's done that. So if, if he's just hot as heck and it's just crazy and Mooney and Robinson are breaking away from the defense getting the ball, not forcing it in, but it's just like what's happening, right. okay? I don't mind them throwing a lot, but 40, that's too much. So you still have to get Montgomery the ball. You have to keep the offensive line moving forward. Even last week, okay, and Jaguars have a decent defensive line. For the first time, I saw Mustafer get knocked in the backfield. But let, let me give a caveat. It was on uh, plays where we had him pulling and going sideways. Yeah. He, you know, which is fine. He's a second-year undrafted guy. He has to learn how to do that. He's strong and he can win his block. He just has to learn how to pull without losing his power. And when he pulled and he was coming around and we were trying to go around either end, left or right end, he was getting hit and knocked back into the backfield and Montgomery was having a hard time getting out. Yeah. But we were also running play action off of that same motion, which suckered them. So they're like, yeah, great, come on in. Right, <laughs> right. So it wasn't a terrible thing. It, it wasn't what you want to see. You'd love for that to be a great block and Montgomery take off and get some good yards out of that play. But, you know, when we go forward, Mustafer bars White here, they win no matter who we're facing. Right. And even in the same game, same guy in front of them, that just knocked him back. I love his heart. He came back and said, all right, this is the way I like to block. He hiked that ball, went forward, and next thing you know, he's seven yards downfield knocking down a, a linebacker after he drove the nose tackle out the way. Right. So I, I, I'm not mad at him. He's doing his job. He's doing a good job. He's still young. He's still got the – he can get better is what I'm saying. Right. Uh, and there's some, you know, some things on film right now they're going to say, yeah, he, he needs to learn how to do that better. Um with that said, we need to run Montgomery through every hole, 
every spot on that line, give them a heavy dose of right up the gut. But I'm expecting the, the Packers to be smart and to uh, uh, fill the box and dare us to throw the ball. They may even go to a cover zero, which is no, no safeties back, everybody picking up somebody. Yeah. And, and if they do that, I want Mitch to burn Kill somebody. Kill him. I hope so. I, I want. They, I, I hope want they try to play him. Like I that. want them to get super aggressive. Go cover zero. I want us to pick up the blitz, and I want to see Mooney running away mm-hmm. with the football. I mean, you don't look. Mooney's great, but he's not great deep. So use Mooney like we used to use Devin Hester, who was uh, the, the fastest guy in football and a heck of a runner and and the best return man in the history of the 100-year history of the NFL, but he wasn't a great receiver. Right. But what we would do is we'd get him loose on a deep slant, and you put the ball out in front of Hester on a deep slant, he's not going to catch him all because, again, that wasn't his thing. But the one he catches, if it's not a touchdown, it was 50, 60 yards with the entire defense chasing him, trying to somebody trying to uh, get an angle to bring him down. Right. If he got past the safety, it was over. It's it was over. a touchdown. Yeah. But, you know, because you weren't going to catch him from behind. But um, I, there were so many times, you know, when – and I think that's what you do to get Mooney loose deep. You know, if they go cover zero, you got you to gotta audible that to a, a, to a deep slant uh, across the middle. And cover zero, there's nobody back there. Loft the ball out there and let Mooney get under it. And, and I don't. I think that's a touchdown if Mooney gets behind this guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't I think agree. that. I don't. I mean, Mooney's not as fast as Hester was, but he's still fast. Yeah, he's fast. You know. So, but uh, bottom line, your to answer your question, I think that that what we want to do, we want to we want to stay balanced, and we want to go with the hot hand. You know what? If if they pack the box all day and Montgomery's having a difficult time and we try Montgomery and we try Patterson and we try Nall and we're getting three yards to carry, keep running because three plus three is six and that leads for third and four. Right. Keep running. I want to see us run. You know, I want to see us with 25 runs in Montgomery's hands. If it's a hard day, maybe just 20 in Montgomery's hands if Trubisky's hot. Right. If he's hot, if he's struggling, you better give the ball more to Montgomery. Right. So you, you got to go with the hot hand. And then Allen Robinson, let's talk about guys leading the league. Uh, Montgomery is fifth in the league in rushing. Robinson is right up there with him in the receiving department. He has 100 catches this year, uh, and he's fifth in the league with 100 catches. So Nice. That's, I mean, that's difficult to. You got, and then Jimmy Graham. Let's talk about Jimmy Graham. We paid him nine million. I didn't think per se at the moment that was a good decision, yeah. but it was a great decision. <laughs> right. I'm gonna give it to them. It was a great decision. He's got eight touchdowns on the year, which is a lot. He leads the team in touchdown receptions. Right. And you know what? I want to see Jimmy finish with double digits. Jimmy needs two more touchdowns this game. Yeah. You know, unless they're double covering him, that means somebody else is open in the end zone. Right. But I want to see, that's what I want to see. Let me ask you a question, uh, nephew. Okay. So Zona has lost. Yeah. Right? Yep. Put us in a position. We, we want to control be, our destiny. Yep. What's the pros and cons of this position? 
What's the good and bad? It's not all good. Well, uh, well let me say this. Coming from where we come from, <laughs> after those six losses, um, I mean, I, I see a lot of pros because our season was on the verge of being over with. Um, and right now, we're in a position where we, we can get in. Now, I think the cons are we don't want any false hope. You get what I'm saying? I mean, because if we're not – I mean, if we just play an extra game and we're just ready to go home the following week, I mean, to me, that's not necessarily a, a, a pro. You get what I'm saying? That's not a, that's not a plus. Um, because if we're the worst team that gets into the playoffs against one of those wild card spots, then essentially to me we don't really we don't uh, belong there. So uh, to me that to me that's a that's a that's a kind or that's a negative. But I feel like that's why this game um, against Green Bay coming up is kind of like for all the marbles, like you said, because this is going to tell us everything we want to know. Um, are we just having some um, late season luck against teams that aren't necessarily? you know, able to uh, make it anywhere in the uh, postseason themselves? Or are we actually a better team right now who's actually uh, looking to make some noise? And honestly, from what I've seen, man, I really think we have a great opportunity here. So I feel like as long as our guys are going to come out there committed to playing and they actually are going to play like they look and the way Roquan had the defense out there looking um, this past game, I think we'll be fine. Man, I don't really see any – I don't see too much negative. Um, because like I said, we've had, we've had a lot of – challenges this season and I feel like right now things are finally kind of coming together for us and I just feel like right now is a chance for us to put the whole thing together and if if we do it correctly I feel like we should beat Green Bay and then at that point it's all it's all in front of us hey and I'm I'm gonna look at it this way um one I think the next two weeks tell us everything because one if we can't beat the Packers when we're this hot then we need some major, major changes. And, you know, now's the time to make major changes. When you got to make major changes, you want to make major changes. You got all seven picks in the draft. You got the whole offseason. You got to know, you know, what what is it that has to change? Um, Harkening back to our conversation with Mr. Sam Acho, um, when we talked about what's changed, well, right now, I think the offensive line has changed. They're better. Right. The run game has changed. It's better. Right. And and honestly, this is the best Mitch I've ever seen. I agree. This is the best. I mean, he's doing things I haven't seen him do. Every once in a while, he harks back, harkens back to old Mitch. That's like with that pass in the end zone. It's kind of like, dude, throw the ball away. Yeah. You know, just this is very It'll simple. It'll be second down. It, it, right from it, the 13 yeah it's, it's like, very simple yeah. it's a crowd of defenders in the end zone yeah. you don't have room to run into the end zone because too many people are staring at you yeah. and you're just going to get molly whopped just throw it away and, and you know and, and i'm sure he's looking at the film kicking himself right now right but aside from that play he played a fantastic game we just have to get some of those plays out of him you know, um, honestly, when you look at Mitch, look, he's a he's 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 a guy that is going to come in and give you about thirty five hundred yards of passing a season, which is really actually a great number. Right. Uh, the the when that number is fantastic, it's not fantastic in today's NFL because the scores are so high. But when that number is in, is fantastic, is when you have a top rank running back next to him. Yeah. Like in 2018, Howard was a top-ranked running back. 
and he's next to Mitch, and we were great. This year, you know, we've been up and down, but now that they're letting Montgomery loose, we're starting to look really tough. Yeah. Really tough. So I think going into this game, one, we have to beat the pack. If we don't beat the pack, I don't want to be in the playoffs. I'm going to say that outright. I don't want to go into the playoffs losing to the pack. What's the point? Right. Okay, that that's pointless. All right, just so we can hang a hang something on the wall and say, "Oh, we went to the playoffs even though we lost right. our way in." No, right. okay, you lost six in a row. You lost another game on the way in. When, eh, goodbye, good night. Right, it's, take a nap. That's it. Okay. Secondly, when we beat the pack, all of a sudden the NFC flips because now Seattle could be number one. The Saints could be number one. Or the pack could be number one, depending on how the the weekend goes. Right. Okay? So, that means we're the last team. We're facing the number two overall team, which could be the pack again, which that would be a really difficult back-to-back. Okay? Honestly, if we we beat the pack and then we have to go to Green Bay and beat them again, that's that's not easy. Yeah. That's not. Okay? Um. It's more in their favor in that because they just lost to us. You know, so they're going to have that attitude and edge, but they're also going to be planning for what we did to win. And now we've got to come up with something that we don't know to do to win. Right. Um, you know, unless they just can't stop Montgomery and we just keep and, running. <laughs> and, and honestly, that's what I'm hoping for. And that's kind of what I'm expecting, man. That's what but, I'm expecting. You know, otherwise we face the Saints or Seattle. And. I'm probably more afraid of Seattle than the Saints um, just because Russell Wilson can pull magic out of his hands. Yeah, he does. So the point being, he does. I if we're going to win, let's win two. If right. we win two, I'm satisfied with this season. I don't expect to go all the way with this particular Bears team running, the thing, doing what we do the way we do. Okay? Because honestly, I think Kansas City is a juggernaut. And Pittsburgh is a juggernaut. And whoever comes out of the AFC is is heavily favored to win. Okay. I don't think we're in the ballpark with Kansas City right now. We're, we're not. So, but we can beat the Packers and, and we can win the wild card game. Yeah. We can do that. So if we do those two things, I'm satisfied with the year. I'm not saying I wouldn't like to keep winning. Of course, who wants to lose? But I'm saying that would be satisfactory to, to end the season basically uh, at 10 and 7. Well, it'll be 10 and 8 because we'd, we'd have to lose one. But if we get to 10 wins, including a playoff win, I'm okay with that. I think that was a, a good campaign. And it's something to build on. And we've shown ourselves who our characters should be for next year. And I'm not saying that we don't improve positions. We've got to improve some positions. But we've got some guys that are playing near the top of the NFL. Allen Robinson, 27-year-old. Get the contract done. Let's go. Right. You can't go to war without this guy. Right. Uh, um, David Montgomery, you, you might as well start having that conversation right now about re-signing him for another f- four or five years. Give him his extension. Let's go. Let's stop. Let's not debate. Okay. We know we got, you know, we've got Roquan. We've got this defense. We're in good shape. We, we, we you know, we can start talking about where to draft to fill in. Um, I, I like us. So, to, to, suffice to say, 
I think that we've got to do what we've done in these last two to three weeks. Um, we've got to give Montgomery at least 20 touches. Um, and even if we get behind, this is the danger. If we get behind, the danger is to come completely out of the game plan and pass the ball 15 times in a row. <laughs> it, we've done it 100 times. And that's what I was saying. That's why I was saying the 40 something passes because yeah. that seems to be our, our cop out if, if we get behind come up with more creative ways to get montgomery the ball right i agree right if we get behind start using more jimmy graham cole commit yeah you know I agree. I agree. You, you get the tough yards make the defense hurt no one wants to get hit over and over again montgomery hits hard coming through that backfield yeah. patterson hits guys coming through the backfield Nall hits guys coming through the backfield. Graham and and Komet are not little men to to tackle. Right. They're 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 gonna run you. You're gonna go the wrong direction when they hit you, and that's what we need to do. We need to make this a physical game. Right. And right. and we need to go back to the black and blue, and we need to send the the yellow guys home because they're scared and they're chicken and they're yellow. <laughs> right. It's only right. It's, it's only, only right. right. And we and we owe them back. And we owe them back. We owe. And, them. and you know what? Um, you said something that kind of bothered me there, Unc. Um, we're talking Bears, and I don't care about. Um, I mean, Kansas City. Those they're, they're tough. I don't mind. Like I don't mind losing when we're outmatched. I, I just feel like we've seen us against the Saints. I feel like we should be able to beat the Saints. We should be able We've to beat the Saints. We've seen us against the, the Packers. I feel like we should be able to beat the Packers. We should be. So in my mind, if these teams are, are, are at the top of the NFC, in my mind, well, if we're not able to compete with Kansas City or a team like that, then let's go to the Super Bowl, beating all the teams that, that are in our division, and then let's make them have to kick on our behinds and then retool from there. But we should be... Uh, proving ourselves that we should be at the top of the NFC. And I, I feel like seeing how the season has gone and seeing that we've made some improvements late, I'm I'm really not going to be satisfied unless we can beat one of those teams in the playoffs because I feel like we're capable of it. Yeah, we, we need to win a playoff game. And, and and I'm not mad at you. A good one. <laughs> if, if, if we win one, that means we've already beaten two of the best teams in the, in the NFC. There you go. Because we had to beat the Packers to get in, and we beat whoever's number two. Right. Uh, so now it's downhill from there because number one and number two are behind us. Right. right. <laughs> and let's go play some football. I don't do I, I, okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. Thank you for correcting me. I'm with you. Uh, and, 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 you know, the, my only fear, and I'll tell you, it came out of fear, the sentence. The fear is if we get to the Super Bowl and lose, then we may, I, I don't want to see 2006 again. Yeah, we got to the Super Bowl and lose, and we did not, we did not field a better team the next year. We did. We just we were just like satisfied that we made it to the Super Bowl and lost, and we didn't right. field a better team. I, I don't want that to happen. I, I don't want to hit the Super Bowl and they go, okay, these guys are good enough. Let's just run it back. It's like you. no. There needs to be some improvement. You've got to bring in some improvement at different spots, all up and down every level of the organization. You got to improve. So that yeah. that that would be my fear. If if we're, I get it. You I know, understand. Yeah, that. yeah. If if we're going, let's go all the way. And I'm not saying any team can beat any team on any day. And that's how I feel. 
any That's team right. can. But Kansas City, only one team has beaten them. And you know what? Honestly, they kind of are like us. They got a good defense and a run game. Right. <laughs> so, you know, that's the only team that beat them. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, they're, they're, they're look, Kansas City looks better than they did last year. And that's a scary sentence because they won it all last year. And, and just they have a run game they didn't have last year. Yeah. They, their run game is dominant. So Man. all of a sudden, Patrick Mahomes has a dominant run game. That's that's, that's hard. Tough. That's, that's t- tough. <laughs> Holy that's moly! That's <laughs> why so I was like, "Who let them pick these guys up?" <laughs> you yeah, know? And you know, and, and you're right. Um, I understand that fear with, with our team and not fielding a better team. But in my mind, it's like if we don't make it that far, then we're still kind of dealing with the same thing. I feel like if we make it to the to the to the Super Bowl, we make it to the top level. Um, then yeah, we may still need to make some changes and, and some improvements. I feel like can always be made, but I feel like at that point we should be we should be down to the to the nitty gritty. It should be all right. Well, we've gotten this far, so now we should be making adjustments to beat that team instead of thinking like, all right, now we have to make a team good enough to beat the second team and the third number three team. And you know, it's like no, nah, let's let's start from where we are. <laughs> let's let's look at what we have when we when we're playing well and using our pieces the right way, i.e. Montgomery. Um, and let's really see what we have. And then if we're able to get to that level, let's let's make the adjustments we need. But let's not be kind of sitting in this place of limbo where it's like well, we're good enough to beat the Saints and the Packers, but we're all the way at the bottom of the league with these other teams. And it's like to me, it's like yeah, we're probably a little bit closer to needing to field a team that's closer to ready to be in the Super Bowl or to, to, to win an NFC. This season just didn't go well for us. No, yeah. this, this season, uh, it, I don't know what happened. I know what happened, and I'm I'm not trying to knock our uh, our, the guy we went and got to because we thought Mitch wasn't going to be it, um, but but Foles wasn't it, and unfortunately, he didn't give us more than what what Mitch did. And I feel like those games that we lost, I feel like had they pulled Foles sooner or not pulled Mitch so soon, I feel like the season would be a little bit different. Well, I'm going to say this: I think two things did occur by pulling Mitch. We got back a better Mitch. I think so. We got back a better. He's he's hands down better than he was before they pulled him. And then second thing, I think that 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 the way Foles doesn't have all the talents that let's say a Mitch has. Um as far as physical talents, okay? Right. So that means that he knows a little bit more about how to get things done in the NFL when you don't have that level of talent. Right. So by, by him being there, he's probably been able to mentor Mitch some, and that's why we got a better Mitch back. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm okay with the experiment so far, okay? I'm okay with the experiment so far. Hopefully, the same thing happens with Jimmy Graham and Cole Komet. The Komet becomes much better because of watching Jimmy Graham. Yeah. A- and hopefully that occurs. So we, And hopefully Jalen Johnson continues to – Improve doesn't take a step back because he's sitting next to one of the best cornerbacks who got snubbed also this year in, in the in, in Fuller. Right. You know, so you know again, we need to put a we need to put a rookie with talent uh, next to Jackson so somebody can learn from him. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. we, we need to because he's not going to be there forever. I mean, he's here for a while, but he ain't there forever. So right. put a, get a rookie out there who's six years younger than him and let him learn from him. Right. You know. 
So I, I like the concept. We can keep growing. We can grow. There's we we have a lot of room for growth. So I like that. Um, but you know, so uh, I, I'm just hopeful. Uh, yeah. I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm looking to see this. Um, hey, that, that, that's where we stand. I'm uncle, and I'm nephew, and we're, we're talking, talking bears. bears.